We finished the brief overview of Hethel's Bishel, and I'd like to start a new subject of Hethel's Shabbos, and something which we have discussed in the past, but we can never discuss enough, and that's the halachas of refuah. The halachas are relevant to sick people. Uh, we discussed it about five, six years ago, but unfortunately it's probably my, on an average Friday, my busiest um, area of halacha on a Friday. I don't think there's a Friday that goes by when I don't get calls. This one's in hospital, that one's in hospital, this one need, might need to go to hospital, what can I do, what should I do? And not to know the halachas of refor is really um, negligent. I don't expect everybody to know the halachas clearly, but to understand what is relevant and what's not relevant is extremely important. What we don't have when it comes to the halachas of refor is often is time. Time is often not on our side. Meaning that if you are going to pick up the phone to ask a question when it comes to refuah on Shabbos, then you could be the cause for somebody to become seriously ill. Um, if you're going to start running around to a rock, to when can one call that solo and when can one not call that solo? These are, are, are really weekly questions. Uh, this is something that we grapple with every time. Or just for example, uh, a few weeks ago, I had a call from Hampstead Heath. Somebody was playing rugby on Hampstead Heath on Shabbos morning. Uh, well, they didn't know, did they? So, what did they do? And this, is, this was a real... Uh, well, actually, what happened that transpired was there was a Yiddish couple walking by. Um, this gentleman who was playing rugby was injured. And this... One of the... I think the wife was a doctor. And she saw the injury. But doctors are not trained to deal with emergencies like that. Uh, they really are not. Uh, in fact, it's a strange thing that doctors can't even tell you it's life-threatening. Because they're not... They're just not trained in that area. Right. It's 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 strange because it's a bit of a and the, they were from couple. Uh, I think from in the sense of right wing, but they were from couple. Shemesh Shabbos, perfect Shemesh Shabbos, and they didn't have any telephones on them, so they stopped uh, another, I assume, a jogger, I imagine, uh, running by, and they asked them. She knew the Hatzalah number. She called the Hatzalah. It transpired that the gentleman was Jewish. He was Jewish. Uh, and they did come for a Jew playing rugby on Shabbos and Hamza Teeth, and that's very sad. But are they obligated to go or are they not obligated to go? Uh, if you're dealing with, with the births in the hospital, uh, the birth coaches, these are questions that you're going to be grappling with on, on a, a, a weekly basis. Uh, almost every Shabbos is somebody having a baby. Well, we hope there is. And, and then there's going to be questions which will arise. So to get clarity uh, on, on the issues, to get clarity on the halachas, is something that, that we, can never, we can never actually learn it enough. So, the Shulchanarach tells us that somebody who has a choyli, a sick person in his home, it's a mitzvah l'chalal l'avetah Shabbos. So, it's a mitzvah to transgress Shabbos for a sick person. Now, of course, we're talking about somebody who is drastically ill, and we'll go through the different the different elements and different descriptions of illnesses and what we will do as the time goes on we'll run through some of the lists I don't know if you've ever done that before we'll run through the list of different common illnesses and when I say common I don't mean a common cold I mean like kidney um, kidney stones and, and real the, the real things but which ones are actually life threatening which ones are not life threatening and don't worry I have sat with doctors and worked this through with Hatzola so I'm not going to tell you anything that, that is uh, controversial and if it is controversial I'll tell you it's controversial we did have a number of doctors once in front of that solo actually arguing about what's called life-threatening and what, what isn't because it's very hard to know is Chassashon the seventh finger called life-threatening? is it not called life-threatening? it's very very difficult to know what's life-threatening today we live in, a, in, a, in a, an age of germs but at the same time we live in an age of 
where medicine is unbelievable. So what's considered life-threatening is, is, is often debatable. We will discuss as we go through, not this week, different weeks, um, in a few weeks' time, we'll go through some of the more common injuries that can occur and illnesses that can occur and what one should do, what one should not do. It is the obligation of every role in his community to, and I know I'm only talking to a handful of people, but there will be a few more people listening to it online and a few more people listening to it on, on the telephone, but it's an obligation of every role to make it clear when can you call out solo, when should you be calling out solo, when should you not be calling. Because if you call out solo when you shouldn't be, you have caused three or four at least people to be Michal Shabbos unnecessarily. If you hesitate to call that Tzola when you should be, then you could actually be transgressing the problem of Shrikat Tzola. And that's something that the tells us. To transgress Shabbos for somebody who is deathly ill is a mitzvah. And the wording of the Mechabah is, Bahazor is Harizem Shabbos, somebody who's the quicker, the faster you can actually be Michal Shabbos, the, the greater praise you deserve. Yet, if you would hesitate for a moment to ask the question, should I, shouldn't I, then Harry Zeshreifat Domin, you're considered a murderer. So you really have to get it right. When it comes to Shabbos, we need to get it right. And of course, the rule of thumb is, if you have a doubt, always pick up the phone. If you have a doubt, but don't have a doubt, not to have a doubt when you should have a doubt, or not to know this is serious when you should know it's serious, is really, really, could be life-threatening, and, and, and considered by hesitating and not calling the medical personnel immediately could be considered even murder in inverted commas Shrikas Domin the Mishnah Brewer then quotes a Yishalmi where he says Hanishal Harizem Agumah Perish Mishum Shatam Chochum B'mekaymai Ha'ilai Lidresh B'perkelako every Rav has an obligation to give Shurim in his community about the parameters of Pekoch Nefesh the parameters of Pekoch Nefesh are extremely difficult uh, we some of themselves grapple with this because on a weekday 80% of our protocols are not life-threatening I would, I would at least 80%, probably more, probably 90% of our solar calls are not life-threatening. But in a weekday, it doesn't matter. Because call out solar, they'll come. Uh, somebody falls down and hurts her arm. Uh, when I say to them, falling off a bicycle is not life-threatening, and they laugh at me. They said they've had calls where somebody called them because a gentleman fell off a bicycle, and they get there, and he's had a heart attack. So it's very hard to know what's life-threatening, what's not life-threatening. So we have to understand a little bit the parameters and try and get clarity. But not to call... To call during the week when it's not life-threatening, it doesn't matter. To call on Shabbos if it's not life-threatening is causing Chilu Shabbos. Not to call if there's a doubt, terrible. That's terrible. So we really not, need to get some sort of parameters. And when we do stick to those parameters, and then we do call if necessary, and HaKash Rosh should help us, we should never be necessary to call. But if we do call when it's necessary, and even if it ends up not being life-threatening, that's absolutely fine, because we are following the parameters of, of Shulchan Aruch. So that doesn't matter. But we need to get those parameters straight. We need to understand what's called life-threatening and what's not. <coughs> the background to the halachas of Rafur and Shabbos and why they're a little bit more complicated than some of the other halachas are because Chazal were very strict when it came to the halachas of Rafur. And this is something which the Mishnah tells us in, in, in an interesting, very interesting way. The Gemara tells us that if you have an animal which is Achzasaydam, which probably means he has some sort of temperature or something, um, you're allowed to take the animal, you're not allowed to take the animal and bathe him in water to cool him down because that's healing on Shabbos. To do an action of healing on Shabbos is forbidden. Uh, of course, we're not talking about life-threatening when it comes to animals. Life-threatening doesn't matter. But the same thing when it comes to a human being. A human being, the Gemara says, if a person is, has a temperature, he's allowed to bathe on Shabbos. The Gemara explains the difference between an animal 
and a human being. He says, when it comes to an animal, when it comes to a human being, the reason why you're allowed to bathe is because it just looks like you're hot and you want to cool down. There's nothing wrong with cooling down a Shabbos. That means the action that you're taking of bathing yourself, having, a, having a, putting yourself in a cold bath, is not an action of refuah in, in, in itself. Healthy people do the same action. They will go into a cold bath. If it's, very, if it's a hot day, they will cool themselves down. That's one of the, re- the reasons why I want to go to a mikvah Shabbos, because the, the action of bathing is not an action of anything other than cooling down. So that's permitted, but an animal doesn't, there's no such thing as an animal cooling down. You don't put an animal in a bath to cool it down. You put an animal in the bath, you're doing it in order to heal it. It's much more of a specific action of healing. Now, we're not talking about in a bath to clean it, we're talking about uh, you take the river to, to try and uh, release some of the, the temperature. Therefore, an animal is also, for a human being, it's mutter.